Hey, what's going on? So it's been another week, so you get another one of these, and by popular demand, and because I didn't want to do it alone. By popular demand, really? Well, yeah. <laughs> Why would you come out the gate questioning me praising you? Now everybody, everybody was thinking, man, everybody loves Melissa, I must love Melissa too, but now you undercut it, and so people are really questioning whether or not I'm lying about the whole thing. Uh, okay. You know? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta ride that momentum in that i'm trying to give you you go oh yeah i'm really getting better at this aren't i and i go yep right (laughs) (laughs) marginally 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 better maybe maybe well game of thrones is tonight yes Ah. we took a quiz on uh pka where there's a huge list of characters and we were guessing who would survive I guess we were just doing it for this episode, not this season. But this season, I was pretty sure at least like three of the 12 people on that list would die. This episode tonight, I don't know. I don't think... If, if we do what see... What is your list? It I, was don't, a, I don't even know the list. It was a public who? list from like a Game of Thrones website. I don't remember. Oh, okay. It got linked from somewhere. But uh, Woody didn't think hardly anyone was going to die. Uh, or no, Woody thought quite a few people were going to die. I feel like Me and not Kyle didn't think that a ton will die, maybe one or two, just because the we can't go through another cleansing phase like we did three books ago, where it was just <laughs> a main character dying off every three episodes. Like, there just aren't enough main characters left to do that. So by process of elimination, you have to be like, okay, he can't just kill four main characters right now, because otherwise there wouldn't be enough shit. Like, there wouldn't be enough characters left. Well, there are some ancillary characters that can die, like Bran. yeah. I, but I don't think of her as a main character. Like Yeah, but, I mean, they follow just her around. I mean, I view her as a main character just because she was a POV character in the book. I'm just biased toward all the characters whose chapters I hated in the books. Yeah. So, even though Sansa's finally getting entertaining in the show, every time she comes on screen, I still have a feeling of, like, oh, god damn it. Because the books, her chapters in the books sucked. It was just her being pitiful and sad for hundreds of pages. Yeah. And it constantly being like, oh, someday I'm going to finally own up and, and take charge. And it's like, nope, no, you fucking don't. Well, you like, never Daenerys do anything. Well, Daenerys is really annoying in the book, but in the show she's not as annoying. I just, I don't like Daenerys at all. She's like, oh, Danny. I don't like calls how... Him Dan- calls her Danny all the time. Oh, Danny. Even worse than Daenerys over there futzing around, ruining civilizations, is... Her group of whiny little yes-men who say (laughs) okay to anything. You know, she has the worst ideas. But they're like, oh, you know what? This this 15-year-old bitch thinks she understands, you know, uh, uh, warfare tactics and whatnot. So we better listen to her. And, you know, uh, what the fuck is his name? Jorah and... Sir Jorah. Sir Jorah and who? How am I? Sir uh, Barristan Selmy who was the Kingsguard in, uh, for yes. the Lannisters and then got fired and joined up with, with this bitch, which is just pathetic in its own way. Like, I get everybody's into honor and loyalty there, but it's like, you're retired. You know, you're retired. You're good. You can leave. Go go, go have the rest of your life, is... Sir Barristan. Thanks for the work. We appreciate it. You know? Yeah. If you work your whole life at Home Depot and you're hit 60, well, I guess... Assuming you can retire off a job at Home Depot at 80 years old, they go, all right, Steve, thanks for all the lumbermanship 
or whatever you did here. <laughs> thanks, thanks for managing all the pots out in the, the garden section, keeping everything stocked. But, you know, that's the end of the road. He couldn't just keep showing up. He couldn't just saunter on over to Lowe's and be like, I renounce Home Depot because I've been ousted. I signed up for life with Home Depot. <laughs> I refuse. And, and so almost in spite of my deal with Home Depot, I will join Lowe's. So really, it's, it doesn't fit in, in character anyway. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it does. But I'm just kind of being a nitpicky bitch. But uh, yeah, Daenerys is shitty and a terrible leader. But you can't be mad at her for that. She's like a 15-year-old girl or something like that. that she's supposed to be. Well... That's why you have to be I mad separate at the, advisors the book for from being the idiots. show. That's why I separate the book from the show that way because a lot of these characters are older in the show. You just have to like adjust. I know. I'm saying that because like, she is annoying. That's in the, book. the way She's that like, I've. Oh, I my hair she, like she went bald. Like the dragon burned all her hair off, yeah. and she got dysentery and talked about her watery poops for a really long time. That was really boring in the books yeah yeah it's not an exciting thing but uh, like the first page or the first time they referenced ages in game of thrones as i was reading it i didn't even wait until the show came out when it first was saying like Arya was doing all this shit and it's like Arya, a young girl of eight i was like all right <laughs> fuck you like no no i get she's a rambunctious child and that she's you know clever for her age i guess at eight but but chill the fuck out. No eight-year-old is doing this shit. In my head, she immediately became 14. At least. And then when they're saying shit like, oh, Danny, wise beyond her years. This 14-year-old dropping fucking nuggets of wisdom that all these wizened old people all around them are just like, oh, wow. Never thought of it that way. What perspective you hold being rich your whole <laughs> life and then given to a horse lord. Like, it, it, and then, like, so you just, you add, I added like five years to everybody's age, especially Rob. All that shit Rob was doing, leading all those, like, war... Like war yeah, something. it's like there's a bunch of men who have fought in wars recently. And he's a child coming up like, Hey, we're gonna go take my dad back from King's Landing. Like the fucking the VHS rental guy in The Simpsons. But, or I guess... Yeah, that was back. VHS rental. <laughs> <laughs> when they made that episode. But, uh, tape rental. But, um... Anyway, that's enough Game of Thrones shit. People probably don't care. But you, it's aggravating to watch Daenerys suck tits as a ruler. But you also have, have to remember, like, George R.R. R. Martin was writing her thinking about, like, a 14-year-old girl. So obviously she would fly around being emotional, being like, Oh, slavery, that's not right. Let's end it. Like, with no thought of, you know, long-term solutions or potential like fly back in the face of the people she's trying to help like she's mm -hmm. just an emotional ruler flying around dictating to her weak whipped little yes men what she wants done yeah you know? and her entire army literally has no balls and so they're not going to stand up and say like <laughs> no they're all like life has sucked <laughs> since the get-go and so i plead with you we are begging you daenerys just order us to walk into the ocean. Like, <laughs> please, because this sucks dick. But we have never, never gotten laid. They never experienced it, though. Like, they don't know. Yeah, but you would like, still they, know. Did they castrate them or something whenever they were, when they were, like, really little? Yeah, they, they did. Born? Which is another weird thing for, like, being like, okay, we're going to make 
an, a super army. So for those of you who don't watch Game of Thrones, there's um, a group called the Unsullied. And the Unsullied, so Daenerys, the Dragon Queen, you know, or, or the wanting, uh, the purported Dragon Queen, the Targaryen, she bought, or I guess in a more true sense, stole an <laughs> army of slaves that are castrated, and they're just totally obedient, they'll do whatever you say, totally browbeaten, they're called the Unsullied. So you can purchase these slave armies, and she went in, lied to the guy who was selling it, murdered him, and then stole the army for herself. When you say it the way it actually happened, she sounds like the bad guy. Um, but rest assured, she's only one of the bad guys. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this Unsullied army, none of them have balls, or they said they're castrating them, and like they, they took off the dick and the balls, but I don't think that's that, that that makes sense. You're just gonna create a gaping hole where infection's gonna set in, you know. But we'll assume, you know, they they chopped it all off, so it's just like a weird faux vagina down there. It Ooh, doesn't vagina. it doesn't oh make gosh, sense. That's not how it would work. I'm, they would sew it to shut. Like I was saying that it doesn't do make sense. Kind of I'm saying stuff. that it wouldn't make sense to cut the dick itself off because it's like okay, now none of these guys can pee correctly, and they're all gonna get infections and die. But according to the show, for the lore, assume dick and balls removed. Why would you do that for a fighting group? Why would you be like, all right, we're going to take these boys. What are we going to do? Are we going to like put them in seclusion, foster their natural so aggression, have no get purpose. their testosterone up and going? No. Before they even have a chance to develop muscle and strength by virtue of the testosterone they get in puberty, we're just going to nix that. So it's going to be like a bunch of falsetto singers running around, you know, trying and failing to slice people up. You know, <laughs> that's, that's all it would be like. That's the worst conceivable idea is to take the biggest advantage men have in combat and aggression and say, nah, I don't know. We're going to make them just bad, weak soldiers. Like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's weird. That's why they put eunuchs like. Do you know that's what eunuchs were used for in like the like Chinese Choirs. dynasties? Uh, not no, like primarily like if you were like I guess a fancy boy, and they were like this kid's like kind <laughs> of effeminate boy. and a good singer. None of the the, the ladies of the house are want to gonna want to bang this guy, so let's make him a a singer. I guess I don't know, Ugh. but uh, what they would do is the attendants to the female royalty would all be eunuchs. Good idea. To make sure that the female royalty's not like, oh, no one's no servant boy is gonna knock up the knock yeah. up the women of the palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense to me. Seems like they should have just put a bunch of female workers in there. You know, nah, they talk too much. That's true. That's <laughs> the true. Secrets would escape. That could. What if? What if <laughs> that was the reason? <laughs> Where they were like, I wouldn't be surprised. Where like the queen had to go up to her her king husband and be like, "Todd, what? I, King Todd, um, can I please get new attendants again, Susan? Again? <laughs> this isn't Spain where your dad could just bring you whoever you want. I know, I know, but they're just talking so much. They won't <laughs> shut up. What? What do you want? You want to put men in there? Men to fuck you? That's what you would want, Susan. That's what you would want, isn't it? Well, how is that different than you sleeping with your bunch of whores? And they'd get in a big <laughs> argument about it, but eventually he'd be like, fine. You know, you know, Richard, get in here. You're going to be working for Susan now. Going to have a quick operation. She wouldn't outright say, oh, they're talking too much. She would just say, you would not believe what Angela was talking about the other day. 
Yeah. Oh. It would be more like that, and he'd be like, that's it. I'm sick of this. It would be like that, because <laughs> you just starting a sentence like that made me disinterested. <laughs> yep. It's just, but that's that's the nature of it, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's an evolutionary thing, is that when when men hear women complaining about other women, to just know, like, this has nothing to do with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> but anyway, speaking of... Well, we weren't speaking of that, but we're going to segue anyway. Uh, I was looking on the internet, as I often do, for shit to talk about, and I didn't want to talk about any of the Orlando shooting or political stuff, because it seems like that's everywhere right now. So I just typed in... Things to talk about. And the first thing that uh, auto-populates on Google for things to talk about is things to talk about with your boyfriend. <laughs> uh, things to talk about after that. Let's see, what what were the best, the biggest Google searches for things to talk about? Things to talk about with your girlfriend, with a guy, with a girl, on a date. Okay, so clearly... But... Oh, it says with your girlfriend Don't now because I just change. searched with your boyfriend. So they do change. Yeah, okay. Well, then never they mind. They change when based I... on your search history. <laughs> on the type of things that you look up. Yeah, and so I, it isn't going to show up as the same one because I just yeah. did the autocomplete with your boyfriend. But maybe I'm incorrect now and it changed it all. But it, it was all what's talk about with your boyfriend, assuming that, you know, women are searching this stuff more than men. Because I've never known a guy to, to Google search what to talk about you know, with a girl or with your girlfriend, because usually that takes care of itself. But those are all the questions you get, are relationship questions from guys. Yeah. Mostly. But they're not Googling it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't think so. But They're not going to go read There's no, like, there's a Cosmo. huge, there's a gigantic market for, like, online magazines and Cosmo and shit for women looking up that stuff, and there's not really for guys. Not because... Guys want one and they can't get it just because it's not the way guys operate. You know, yeah. a guy doesn't mm-hmm. want to go read an article like eight things to to ask her about her day. Like <laughs> <laughs> that will take you three hours. Nine words to call the women she works with to drive her wild. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven ways to agree her day sucked. <laughs> things there were so many fucking articles on this but i was just very on a cursory look looked around 15 things to talk about with your boyfriend we're just going to go to the good ones so i've noticed a trend that the first one in every one of these articles is sports because apparently if you're a chick and you have no understanding of sports you're just shit out of luck Oh God! Like, what is if that you why you got wrong... into sports for me? What if you pick the wrong sport, though? Like, what if I wasted my time picking the wrong sport before I met you or got to know you, and I just like, you know, you can't have a conversation about sport, a sport, any sport, if you don't know anything about it to begin with. Like me, like I didn't know shit about hockey before I met you. So, like, nothing, like nothing about hockey. So. To just pick a sport. What does it say? It just says sports. 
just but there's a little description underneath it yeah it, it just says you know there's a good chance your man's gonna be into fucking sports why don't you <laughs> fucking ask him about the game and, and see see what he likes uh that's that's what men want is is you to feign interest in something and and then not understand the rules you know <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, I like number two. Number two, comic books. This is so something this, I actively try to talk to you about, and it bores you to death. Isn't isn't that funny, though? <laughs> They're like, number one, sports. Try and see if he likes masculine stuff like sports. See how it goes. Number two, sucks sports didn't work out. Let's see how the comic book road goes. Like, <laughs> Is he a nerd? Is he a nerd? Yeah, let's see. Ooh, number three, skateboarding. <laughs> There's nothing I like more. Is this more. for children? No, it's, it's, it's 15 things to talk about with your boyfriend. You know, there's all these other articles are pictures of adults in relationships. That man has a beard. So clearly this is for adults. Skateboarding. Many men are or were skateboarders. Uh, so true. As I'm walking around work all day, you know, always high-fiving my bros, little game of hacky sack and skateboarding in the hallways. <laughs> That's the way we are. Talking about sports and comic books. Yeah. Like, <laughs> many men are or were skateboarders. Now, I can't tell you anything about are skateboarding. <laughs> now, I can't tell you anything about skateboarding because I've never been one, but I dated a few back in my high school years, and I can say that if you're a guy talking about his board, he'll talk about it for hours. Oh my god, What's no. even better is he'll usually ask if you want to give it a try, which leads to some excellent quality time. That's, that's <sighs> so funny that this is like the woman version of, like to a lesser extent, of sex for men, where it's like the, the male goal is always sex, of like, you know, this will lead to a blowjob, which will be a great time. This is... The woman version of, like, <laughs> what's even better is he'll usually ask you if you want to give it a try, which will lead to some pretty fucking great quality time. Oh, like, God. <laughs> uh, is that what you want, Liz? You've never asked me about my skateboarding history? No, because I'm not a fucking idiot. No? And I don't want to talk about it. I skateboarded <laughs> for one... For about six seconds once when I was 14, I stood on one in my garage, fell off immediately, and was like, this is... A terrible idea. Like, I'm already playing every sport, getting really into ice hockey. Is this something I want to bring into my life? Flying down a street on a board just because it's kind of cool right now? <laughs> no, I did. I decided not to. And it looked really hard. Now, if, if you've been talking about skateboarding, uh, comic books, and sports, then you should already have them in bed. Or not in bed, listening to complaints. <laughs> But if that doesn't work, you bring up the go-to solid number four, <laughs> war. Many men are war buffs, and I know quite a few guys who study World War II or the American Civil War as a hobby and pastime. The best way to start this conversation is to rent a war movie. Uh, they usually come in almost every genre, usually, yeah, war. The <laughs> get a war movie but make sure it's the kind that you like <laughs> including yeah. romance like, well, like yeah. enemy at the gates very like, enemy at I the mean, gates and band of brothers is way different than the pianist i would assume right the pianist yeah. probably doesn't have a lot of war scenes no not actual battles no which is what men like about war movies yeah for the most because 
Well, you're going to watch that anyway, because you haven't seen it. I will end up watching it, because it's got great reviews. It's supposed to be a great movie. But it's, I wouldn't, unless there's a lot of battles, I don't think of them as war movies. But anyway, uh, the best way to start this conversation is to rent a war movie. They come in almost every genre, including romance, and ask about some of the details of the battle as you watch the film. That's what he'll like as he's watching Saving Private Ryan. You know, you go in, do you think they got him out of there in real life? You know, <laughs> How many bullets do you think that gun shoots? Like, <laughs> do you think you would have survived the war like, if you were born in 1928 and got drafted? <laughs> Do you think you'd be different if you watched lots of your friends die in the horrible winter of Bastogne in France as you fought off the German hordes? Like, what would you ask? What would you, tell me know. what you would ask? We're you're trying to hit on me. Ask. You you think we're on our first date, and you're in charge of the date inexplicably, and <laughs> <laughs> and we're back at your place usually, watching yeah. watching a, a a movie, and you pick. You're like, all right, I got them all. I got them here. Let's 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 watch a war movie. So you put well, a war movie in. Uh, see, chances are if I put in a war movie, it's a war movie I've seen many times and I know it's good. Well, I'm saying what would I you... I wouldn't be asking questions. I would be answering them. Okay, well then let's say I'm watching a Band of Brothers, a, a real war show that has lots of actual fighting and drama and whatnot. It's a series, so there's a lot of shit in there. There's a fight going on between Germans and Americans. You know, there's there's guns and mortars and shit going off. Like, what do you ask? What do you ask to show that you're interested in war? The number four most important <laughs> thing to talk to your boyfriend about. I wouldn't ask questions. I'd, I'd comment. I'd be like, how fucked up would that be? Like, how fucked up? Like, those are the kinds of questions I ask in movies anyway. Like, can you imagine that? They're not real questions. They're just comments you just hidden <laughs> in questions implying not. that it would be fucked up yeah. you know i'm not you know willing, i do yeah, that I so that's do. what i would I that's what i would do I, I i don't know what i would ask about the war i uh i know it's I funny don't know. your guy will be more than happy to help you understand the historical background yeah, and what if he's a fucking idiot? What if he doesn't know shit about the war? <laughs> like that would be a good way to screen your dates. Like, like if for our first date, if we were sitting down watching, you know, Enemy at the Gates or something, and you're like, "Man, what a crazy time!" I wonder what really started, you know, that invasion into Poland. And then if I was just like, "Well, I'll tell you what," it was the fucking Jews. <laughs> who were abusing the Aryans of Germany, money lenders and scoundrels. You'd be like, okay, well, he is explaining his side of the facts, and I'm glad I brought up war to kind of get a feel for him. But yeah, yeah, I don't think war is very helpful. And the last thing I want is someone who's clearly not interested in war talking about war with me as it's almost like condescending, you know? Like, it would be like if I asked you way too many in-depth questions about the kind of makeup you were using. Like, you would know that I don't care. Yeah, yeah, And that's true. making you explain it is work for you. They would be surface Because questions. it's talking to a wall. Like, if I'm like, oh, man, that looks like a different, you know, uh, corsity of sparkle you're using today, you know? Uh, that, 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 that must, that's a very nice looking one you got. What's it made of? In great detail. <laughs> like, I have explain no idea. the manufacturing process. Like, no, that wouldn't be fun. Uh, similarly, it would not be fun to be watching, you know, trying to get emotionally invested in 
a war movie having to explain what the difference between, you know, a revolver and an automatic rifle is, or semi-automatic rifle. I wouldn't have to explain that to you, because you know guns, but... Yeah. Alright, let's see what the next one is. Art. Oh, God. On the oh, other no. side of the spectrum, <laughs> I also know quite a few men who love art or are artists of some sort themselves. When it comes to art, there are so many different types to talk about that it's practically impossible to go wrong. Try going for an art museum or... Okay, this is nothing. Arts and crafts aren't just for girls, you know. What? Um, <laughs> that, it says that? Yes, it is. It says that. Yeah, arts and crafts See, is like, just for girls. There's arts and crafts and then there's like actual... Man- like woodwork and shit that guys make like there's you can't compare the two no there is too much acceptance in this society and it needs to be said that arts and crafts are for girls yeah and that there is a difference between buying uh, girls and boys and by boys i mean little boys when they're both in their art class futzing around you know gluing stuff to paper plates and making mouths on it once a boy hits seven it's got to stop your idea... See, I'm envisioning adults that do arts and crafts. No, that's what I'm saying. I was like saying a, that if you're an adult who does arts and crafts, it's only acceptable if you're a woman. I don't care if you're the gayest guy on this planet. Put away the pipe cleaners and the sparkles and, and do something else. Like, that's silly. But I consider part of arts and crafts to be, like, the refurbished furniture shit that w- girls do. Yeah, that, that, women that, that do. could be arts and crafts. I'm just saying that there is no man out there who should be on Pinterest being like, oh my god, I can make my own candle holders? Like, <laughs> <laughs> with nothing but tinfoil, pipe cleaners, and a little bit of gumption, you know, and a whole afternoon free. You know, thank god I'm a stay-at-home husband and my wife wears the pants. Like, <laughs> that's the kind of guy I picture on Pinterest making fucking arts and crafts. But, uh, yeah, uh, that, don't art. ever ask a man about art. Yeah. Uh, movies, food, your dreams. Oh, dreams are the worst. <laughs> your dreams. <laughs> Not his dreams. I have a recurring nightmare dreams. of a clown chasing <laughs> me, and I don't know what happens. Um, That's just such a joke. How this your, is a joke. How this your is a day trick. went. Yeah. Uh, one is, of the easiest and most overlooked. Co- I'm just skipping this through has now to because be this satire. is No, it's not. This is just things to talk about with these articles are this isn't even no. the dumbest i have even stupider stuff up next even stupider just write stuff. things that they think women want to hear i mean if we're gonna like pull or it, that work if we're gonna pull or back are they just if idiots. we're gonna pull back the veil and be 100 percent honest about it it's clickbait we all know it's not made for content it's made for keywords and seo so it's obviously just horse shit put into words to garner more internet traffic so nobody believes this but it's funnier to pretend they do so that's what we're doing right now <laughs> is we're going through it um, one of the easiest and most overlooked conversation starters is the very simple and basic, how was your day? Without asking your boyfriend how his day was, there's a good chance he won't talk about it. Guys aren't like us. They don't just openly share all of their thoughts and feelings. Ask him about, ask him about work. Tell him how your day was. <laughs> <laughs> Did something fun and exciting happen? Bring it up and comment on it with your man. I would say 100% of the time that goes down. It will just be you telling your man how your day was in the end. Because I don't think men like recounting it as much. Yeah. Like, it's not as therapeutic for men to... Like, if I'm with my guy friends and one of my guy friends is complaining about like his day at work for more than, like, honestly, like, 40 seconds, 
it's like, what the fuck? Like, wh- what? What are you talking about? Stop, stop bitching and moaning. This isn't fun. You're just complaining. <laughs> but, like, you know, and because you don't want to fuck. You're nicer than that, though. You... With my guy friends, I'm not. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to fuck my guy friends. <laughs> so I don't have to pretend. I know, know but okay. <laughs> you think I am nicer though? I yeah. was more just being hyperbolic. Yeah, I'm. I'm good with that. I'm a good <laughs> listener, mostly. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So bring it up uh, and books and family and history. Uh, they they couldn't. You know, hit music. Your favorite. Your future together. Oh, if you want to terrify this guy. Talk about your future together. You know? Current events. <laughs> Current oh events. my god. That's so no. ridiculous. Okay. So I looked up uh, a bunch of other things. So apparently there's a whole forum uh, on Reddit devoted to horrible Cosmo advice <laughs> that is given to women. And until the, the internet, it seems like women didn't know not to take some of this advice. You know? Like when Cosmo was around in 1996. Are these all old? No. No, not all of them oh, are old. Okay. Some of them are old. Some of them are new. But when you think about it, some of this horrible advice, like, women didn't know not to take this advice in, like, 1996. I think they still don't. They might. Oh, I guess you're right. They might not. I figured that most of these articles are all the same and that women will be smart enough to know, ah, chances are six ways to drive him wild isn't that much more insightful than eight ways to lock your future together or whatever that I saw two weeks ago or whatever. Um, let's see. Here, here's this. Some guys will do anything not to wear a condom, like tell you that it's on even when it's not, or say that they're allergic to latex, or be like, I need to have sex with you right now, baby. I don't want to stop and put a condom on. Can you recall <laughs> all those times, Liz? <laughs> Where in great detail I've said, I need to have it's sex on. with you right now, baby. It's I don't like- want to stop and put a condom on. Or say that they can't get it up with a condom on. That is a real problem. So it's not like, act like that one's not. Very uncomfortable, those condoms. Uh, or yell, look over there. And while you are looking at nothing, they put their condomless <laughs> penis in you. <laughs> no. No, it says that. Yeah. Look over there. Get visual confirmation, in all caps, that the condom is on. I can't stress how important that is, since that, oh. any, everyone, anyone who's ever had sex knows that condomless you know. and condom sex feels exactly the same for both parties. So it's very easy to pull the wool over your partner's <laughs> eyes and just be like, haha, this dumb bitch has no idea that I'm not wearing a condom right now. Oh my god. You know? And we have sex like settlers in 1815, so the covers are up to our necks. Like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? You could never fake that you had a condom on if you like you would both have to be so goddamn drunk to to both of you not realize that you're not wearing a condom. Like one person would notice that. It, n- you both even if you were drunk, you would both notice because there would be no sex happening. If you're that drunk. Yeah. Yeah, cuz there's no way he'd be able to get it up in a yeah. condom that drunk. Well, you don't get it up in it, you get it up and then put it on. <laughs> but it, it would just it would just go all soft and limp after you put it on. No, that's not what I do. No, I I I put it on soft and then you know just and then <laughs> just, just grow into and then it. just grow into it. Yeah, see, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a Casper mattress. <laughs> <It's like> a... <laughs> Water the 
a water balloon. That's what it's like. Um, eight flirty texts to send your man. No. Uh, no doubt you're a master texter. Are you, Liz? Are you a master texter? No. But it never hurts to mix things up. That's why we consulted experts for what to text a guy like this on every occasion. These are proven bond boosters. Bond boosters. After dinner with his parents, text this. Was that your hand rubbing my leg under the table or your dad's? Oh my god, no. <laughs> no. Here's why. Meeting his parents is always a biggie. It's good to lighten the mood with a little bit of flirty humor. Yeah, that's flirty humor. I'd just be like, what the fuck? My dad was touching your leg during dinner because I wasn't. <laughs> I, I wasn't touching your leg, so what the fuck? Like, You'd immediately, as a guy reading into that, I'd be like, what? What? I would be so bamboozled and just be like, what is, who, I would first call my dad and be like, what the fuck? And he'd either be like, yep, you caught me or be like, no. And then I would not talk to this girl ever again because I'd be like, this bitch is crazy and is trying to like play me off my dad. That's weird. How manipulative is this chick? Like, no, no. Horrible idea. Yeah, terrible. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I would never text back and be like, "Ooh, you looked you you looked great with all that lipstick on tonight. Almost as good as your mom." LOL. (laughs) Like, (laughs) she's a real silver fox. You know, you can aspire to be like her. Like, like what? No, that would it wouldn't be like, "Ooh, that's making her think that she needs to work in up to your level or something." Like, no, 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 that wouldn't. No, this is. These are horrible bits of advice. 20 sex moves to match every mood. You're a, I'll read it for you. You're a woman of many moods. Would you, would you agree? Would you agree? Sure. You're a woman of many moods. You're a woman of many moods. And sometimes those moods are not consistent with having insane contortionist bend over backwards and balance on one hand sex. I love how women act like talk about this, these sex moves like they're the ones in the bedroom always like doing the crazy contortionist stuff. Like, who who's actually doing that? Who's doing that shit in porn? Oh, in porn, yeah. Right, like to get the view. Like to, the cameraman has to get the view, so they have to bend in all these weird ways, and the guys have to do it too because they have like it doesn't look that in, that comfortable what they're doing either. No, I know. I'm saying, but that- the cameraman, it's like. I know that people have to stand and contort like that in real sex. Real people don't do or that. in porn. No, that's what I'm saying. Is that real people, <laughs> if you're bending over backwards and balancing on one hand and having sex, then you, there's, there are many more efficient ways to, have, <laughs> to be doing it. Because there's not some like scary guy, looks like he's stuck in the 80s, filming you doing it. So there's no reason to like, like be fucking like that, you know? When, <laughs> when you could just be putting your hands where they should be instead of like... You know, the weird, like, hand placement in porn? Yeah. Where the guy has to, like, be like, all right, this is a load-bearing wall, so I can lean on this. And, like, I grab the countertop and then kind of lean back and and move this foot, you know? <laughs> like, whatever they're doing. But, uh, oh, here is the rest of the sentence that I just stopped. Lucky, there's a sex move for 20 of our varying emotional states. So go ahead, get crazy. Or don't. Lazy. This is mood number seven of the 20 sex moves. Lazy is a move, I guess. Okay. Have a pizza picnic party in bed. No TV allowed. Put on a sexy playlist and sit across from each other like you would at a restaurant. 
Serve the pizza on plates, pour some wine, and don't be afraid to get messy. How is that a sex move? <laughs> You're just eating pizza together in bed. And getting greasy? Yeah. Hey, like, do you want to get all greasy with this pizza, then immediately have sex? Or do you want to have sex trying not to knock the pizza off the bed and then enjoy some cold pizza and spilled <laughs> wine? <laughs> or do you like, want to carbo load up on all this pizza and then have really awful sex? Those are two things you don't want anyone anywhere near your bed. Wine and pizza. Like <laughs> grease and red wine. No, you didn't. Did you even read the advice? Uh, serve the pizza on plates. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you serve the pizza on plates, Liz. Yeah, but if you're not being afraid to get messy, then, you know, that pizza that was is the clearly, worst. I think it's clearly they're being in jest. You know, they're being... Me- they don't, be afraid, don't be afraid it's to like, get messy with your bodily fluids. But, you know, keep the sauce under control. Maybe put the wine on the end table. Maybe whipped cream, like that kind of shit. But fucking pizza po- picnic party, are you kidding me? Yeah. In bed. Have Dumbest a little, idea. Have little pepperoni areola play. <laughs> yeah, let me put this hot cheese on your penis and lick it off. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. Well, don't be afraid to get messy. They did say that. Or get burned blisters all over your penis from scalding from hot, hot cheese. cheese well i would think that you know the cheese would have cooled down a bit in foreplay to the point that it's in that like weird little congealed state where way too much of it comes off the pizza per bite uh anyway well that was that was enough of these 20 sex moves what else do we have it goes the other way too so here is one uh for someone giving men advice that is just ridiculous Want to know a secret about female sexuality that 99% of men don't know? Anytime you see 99% Anytime you see 99% as <laughs> Run a, away. as a percentage, it's horseshit. <laughs> there has never been a 99 an accurate 99% st- percentage ever. Even with tests in school, you know? You never really had like a 99% they always rounded it up or fussed around with it or made it easier for them to just, ah, oh, 99, whatever. It's always made Maybe up. Maybe at your school. 100% <laughs> of the time someone puts 99%, it's bullshit. 100% of the time. Um, want to know a secret about female sexuality that 99% of men don't know? Here it is. Many women feel compelled to vacuum their house when they're ovulating. What? Some experts believe it has something to do with wanting to clean the nest before laying her egg. Uh. So when a woman tells you she is vacuuming, say, vacuuming? Are you ovulating or something? (laughs) (laughs) She'll be stunned that you knew this and wonder what else you know about female sexuality. (laughs) Of course, if she doesn't know what you mean, fill her in. Women love it when you teach them something new, especially about themselves. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet 82% of women don't know or care or have a clue or give a shit when they're ovulating. They yeah, I'm sure they don't. Like I don't. There is don't. real science and shit sure, that but like, uh, like men can smell and like not con- not consciously know like, ah, that woman's ovulating. But like you can smell it and kind of get like... It's like an instinctive thing <laughs> that you know. That's but gross. there's no fucking way that me watching you vacuum 
I'm like, oh yeah, look at I this. Can smell those eggs. Yeah, this bitch wants <laughs> it. She's basically presenting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look at her trying to get those crumbs out of the carpet over there, <laughs> driving her wild. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and I love I love when it says this, where it goes, so when a woman tells you she is vacuuming, that's that's how much exposition is in our relationship, isn't it? When I'm cleaning, when I go over and start cleaning the kitchen, I announce, I am cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> and you go, I've received the message. I'm playing Dark Souls 3. And then we go, affirmative, we will continue these tasks until they're complete and engage in something else. That's how people talk. Um... And then you have to answer, you know, when you when you announce to me, Taylor, I'm, I'm about to commence vacuuming, and I say vacuuming. So you must be <laughs> ovulating, and you say ah, astute. <laughs> you must have smelled the eggs from the other room. <laughs> Can't say I blame you. You know. Oh, gross. Uh, she will be stunned. You know, fill her in on the other facts you know about female sexuality. Uh, <laughs> a detached woman's hand will last four weeks in your closet. You know? <laughs> a skin lamp doesn't work as it shrinks over time. <laughs> All those other fun facts you know about women. Uh, oh, no, that's just creepy when uh, creepy and annoying when guys try to tell you stuff that they know about how like you should do anything. What do you mean, like anything related yeah, to I don't like guys telling me when I'm female ovulating. Female sexual sexuality. With what? Like what's like, a good example? Imagine if you were trying to give me advice on what tampons to buy or something. Like I don't even want to I don't even want to mention that, but cuz I don't want to talk about it. But you know, let's just leave it there. That's just not But that doesn't have to do with sex. Women's sexuality. Oh, I thought like, you were talking about sex. That whole plumbing system down there yeah anybody any guy trying to tell you what's going on with with your plumbing yeah it's just no just get out of here you have no idea it's kind of like probably be an obgyn kind of like girls when they try to flick your balls and think it's funny flick your balls (laughs) and you're just like you don't understand it hurts so bad all those times on the playground getting ball flicks going (laughs) ah you rascals (laughs) Foiled again! <laughs> you got me! Like, no. Yeah, I, I can understand. Like, you should... You should probably let an OBGYN handle that stuff and not base your observations on vacuuming or other household cleaning times or... Yeah. You know, why not say, not you know, advice. when a woman is brushing her teeth, it shows that she wants to clean her mouth for oral sex, you know, and it's like, oh, wow... You know, my girlfriend wants it twice a day, you know, <laughs> right when we wake up and right at night. It's crazy. Like, I, it just seems like a silly thing to tie it to. You yep. Know? Anyway. Very strange. Here's another one that's actually fucked up. So this is sperm jacking. And it's a very, I can't tell you what this <laughs> looks like. It looks like a really fun article that's like, haha, we're just having fun, playful banter. But it's sperm jacking. The new trend, but is it right? Cosmo offers a balanced review, saying it helped their men grow up and improve their life. Uh, all right. It's called Spurglers. 
a woman who steals sperm to accidentally fall pregnant. And the picture is obviously an attractive woman laying back. Uh, totally not the woman who would be stealing your sperm to impregnate yourself herself, unless she is just stone cold crazy. Like that's not the fear that men have as much. It, it, like, isn't it? It's a fat sow that you make a mistake with, or some horrible woman that you are hate being with that you're afraid of. Not this lady. Uh, anyway, so basically, this is. Three articles they segmented of men who had sex with a woman, and then the woman snuck out, retrieved the sex, either spit it out of her mouth, or retrieved the sex. Retrieved the sex. <laughs> retrieved the sex. And, uh, retrieved, <laughs> retrieved the sperm from either her mouth or her vagina. Or asshole. I don't know. I didn't actually retrieved read everything. Retrieved it sing- from her vagina. So she had sex, you know, sperm's yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. She got it back out. Yeah. Saved it. Yeah. Then got herself pregnant. Or... Why would she take it out of her vagina if it's already in there? Like, you just gotta swish it around. Well, it came out in the condom. Oh. So it was like, she had... She wasn't getting it from her vagina, though. She got it from the condom. She had... I I should have said... She had... They'll either have vaginal sex or oral sex or some kind of sex. Yeah. Uh, They either poke a hole in the condom. Oh, God. That's common, I guess. Very scary. They poke a hole in the condom so that they can trap him into pregnancy. Or they take the condom and instead of throwing it away afterward, they basically like turkey baster it and put it up in themselves afterward to get themselves pregnant. Or they blow blow him and then go spit it out later for safekeeping, as you do, and then then go use it later. That's just... And this was three stories, and they were not phrased the way they should have been phrased, which is like, I'm an insane psycho bitch, and I steal sperm, and then turkey-based myself later, and trap, trip, track, trap people (laughs) in child support or relationship or whatever. It's phrased as, I tricked him into a baby, and he left the country. (laughs) Uh, It was happening to a mate, and and was the making of him. This... There's a paragraph here where they're talking about these pathetic men, a couple of them, who had actually worked out. There's three stories here. One of them, the guy just left the country, exactly what I would have done. <laughs> and the other two the were guys who were like, oh, you know, it ended up making him a better man. And, you know, or I, I'm sorry, I should do a different voice. It ended up making him a better man. It was really brave of him to stand up and do that and take responsibility for her decision. And like oh, that nonsense, like wait, do they know though? Do they know that they that she stole no the sperm? That's so why they it's just a trap. Think it was an accident. They just show they yeah they think it's an accident, or the lady shows up later when she's already pregnant, and then they're stuck. What percent of men do you think would run the fuck away if they knew it was stolen? <laughs> the percent a lot of men would want to, but you can't. Like they'll still be able to sue you for child support, sue you for shit. Yeah, but you can just. Be like, fuck you, bitch. You're there's crazy. A, there's a teacher. I'm leaving. There's a teacher that had sex, that got charged with having sex with like a fucking 17 year old, and he got her pregnant, and she is getting child support from him. That's creepy. It's creepy. It's crazy. It's yeah. exploitative. But good lord, how much of a crazy cunt do you have to be to steal sperm and get yourself pregnant? I ooh. I that don't is. Know. That's another level of cuntitude 
it, that's like a move that it doesn't matter if you've known the person for like 30 years. Which I guess they couldn't because usually that clock winds down before then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so even if you've been like married to someone for like 10 years and you're like, we're not having kids. And they do pull something like that. Like that's in my head. Like, bru- like that's reason enough to fucking end it. And be like, holy sh-. Like this person just totally made a huge life decision in a way that wasn't only dishonest but actively sneaky and tricky, you know? It's like yeah. you, you deceived your way into this, and now I ha- I'm on the hook for your decision, you whore. Well, have you heard... Well, and this is weird, but I've heard of guys uh, wanting to knock someone up and, like, fucking with their birth control and shit. That could be true. That's obviously way more rare, because men just don't want children the same way women want children. And I don't think that, like... There's a very small window where you'd realize that that was happening, but I don't know. I think it's fucking weird. I can't believe people do that. <laughs> I should be able to because people do crazy stuff every day. Oh, look at this. Look at this great tip for women here. Decode his face shape. Uh, what? No. This no. is just like phrenology. This is making me... This is this is another uh, Cosmo one. Decode his face shape. Believe it or not, your crush's personality is written all over his face. And then they got oblong, round, or triangular. Because there are only three types of face. <laughs> and only three and types of personality. Only three types of person. It's so <laughs> handy that there are only three of all these things. It makes these articles so much more convenient and space efficient. Um decode his face this is just like They're phrenology just trying to simplify i i don't I this don't is like, like that. when in like women women do that all the time and things targeted at women they just try to oversimplify things that men do and are so that they're just seemingly one-dimensional human yeah. beings not like with the same scope and range of emotions. It's, That's the way the whole media portrays really men. Men just don't express their emotions, and I think that a lot of women assume that means that men don't have emotions the same way, which they don't. Men do experience emotion differently. But that doesn't mean they're one-dimensional. No, of course not. But that's what... I mean, that's what's being presented here. Shit like this. Oh, that you can categorize these guys in three different... Yeah personality types by the shape of their face yeah it's honestly it's like phrenology in like the 1830s where they'd take like an asian guy or a black guy with that thing on their head and be like ah you know the hind brain is clearly too sloped for any intelligent creature when really it's just like he had a different head shape and they're like making all these inferences about like ah his his frontal cortex is prominently displayed showing intellect (laughs) you know (laughs) But, okay, you got a guy on the left. The guy on the left and the guy on the right face shape looks exactly the same to me. Well, Oblong and, and one triangular. One different because they're not, sm- one's smiling big and the other two are just grinning. I don't know. This is horseshit. It says, Oblong, boys with long faces and squared off jaws like Kendall, like Kendall Schmidt, I don't know who that is, uh, are practical. <laughs> They're practical, yeah. Melissa. That's that's a real thing. I, I take very detailed cir- circumferences and diameter meters from all prospective accountants I use. I need to make sure they're practical, they're analytical, and they're going to take the best care of my money. 
I'm not. I'm not going for. Look at this guy, Roundhead. A dude with a round face is usually sentimental, just like Ed Sheeran, whoever that is. I'm not picking fucking Ed Roundhead Sheeran to be my accountant. <laughs> Goddamn sentimental pussy. You know, <laughs> always weeping at the first side of something difficult, and then triangular. Liam Hemsworth's wide forehead and pointy chin signal intelligence. Really, because I would have thought that his overarching brow ridge had kind of a Neanderthal vibe, you know? That's the only really prominent thing on that guy's face that's not normal, is a prominent, sloped-down brow ridge. And that's the only thing they don't address. Why is that not normal? No, it's it's a... It's like a genetic trait that people have where their eye, like their eyebrows and their eye ridges are kind of lower. Hooded eyes? Hooded eyes, I guess you could say. Like, that is a genetic thing. Yeah? That gives, like, see how his eyes are a little, like, slanty? They're bedroom eyes. Bedroom eyes? Because <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> and he can't see. He's trying to squint through. God damn it, I can't read by candlelight. What year is it? Ugh. <laughs> uh. Oh, here's one from 1944. Actually, that just looks like practical advice. So, <laughs> this is what Cosmo was back in 1944. Hey, have you noticed that uh, a lot of girls been putting bows in their hair? We thought we'd show you how to how to put bows in your hair. <laughs> we appreciate all your feedback, and we're trying to promote a great product here, showing you how to put bows in your hair and stick up with the here's keep a up with the fashion. Here. Here's a bow here. All right. Ten things to do if you think your man is cheating. More details are surfing about Arnold Schwarzenegger. We've been doing this for a long time. Sorry, no questions this episode. This is fun. So, <laughs> so this is the, the Cosmo special. Uh, if you don't like it, sorry. Now, we should come up with Cosmo advice to give people the, oh, the we questions. Should. Yeah, come up with our own Cosmo advice. Yeah, You, want, you guys send in Cosmo questions. Based on... To my Twitter this. or my YouTube inbox. And we'll give you Cosmo answers. It'll be great. Um, more details are surfacing about Arnold Schwarzenegger's affair. And while we don't know the whole story yet, one thing's for sure, Maria Shriver is a friggin' angel. If we were in her situation, we'd be tempted to whip out a few of those naughty, awesomely bad revenge tactics. I don't know who Maria Does Shriver is. friggin'. 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 With G's and a, K and yeah. a little apostrophe where the K should be. God damn it. By Corin Miller. Corin. What is that? Modal? Um, dust the insides of his freshly washed boxers with hot chili powder. What? Oh, man, that assault is hilarious. Uh, donate his 60-inch plasma to charity. Uh, this is obviously from a what? few years ago because How plasma screen even... is not in vogue anymore. Corin, you poor person. Uh, engaged... Write him a touching thank you note for the three-carat Tiffany diamond ring that will now be worn on your middle finger. This what? is weird. Forget where you parked his vintage convertible. Take a photo of yourself naked. Then blur out all the good parts and leave it on his pill. What is happening? <laughs> what? Invite this, your this friends. Just be mean. Uh, ten ways to be really mean. Ten ways to be really me Okay, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody can even think this is this is real. This no is, way. This is just no way. This is just good old garbage. Corin Miller being a cunt. He or she, you know. <laughs> I don't know if Corin is a man or woman's name. Yeah, I don't know. All right. 
God, this is so stupid. Anyway, this has been enough. I'm going to lose myself in a hole of, of this shit if we keep talking about Cosmo. It's just making me kind of nauseous. I, I do. We've, we've, we've gone into it this much, so let's finish it out on one more article. This one looks a little more realistic, doesn't it? Yeah. It says, What to Talk About With Your Boyfriend by Heather Long, a Bachelor's of Psychology. Oh, that gets you writing articles for love to know. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, yes, it does. So. A, a bachelor's degree. That's <laughs> You don't have any qualifications. Uh, let's see. We're going to run through this, and then we'll call it a week. Uh, talk to your boyfriend like he's your friend. Have you ever considered that, Melissa? Instead of going, Taylor, I demand this garbage be taken out. To be like, hey, take it out, please, friend. <laughs> friend? Yeah, friend. <laughs> Friendo. So uh, can I just ask, put that on the end of everything I ask you, friend? <laughs> yes friend okay friend it's only it only goes it goes both ways pal <laughs> uh talk to him like he's your friend uh break the ice so this is the breaking the ice section this is the most detailed of any we've got into so we're gonna have to go over it in a cursory manner because it's father's day and i have to say hi to my father so i can't be talking to you fucks all evening um don't forget to ask things like hey what's up and how are you have you ever thought about that when going to meet someone? Is that it revolutionized the way I, I interact with people <laughs> when I thought, you know, why not ask an introductory question? I was like, of course, just walking up to people and launching into your diatribe is not helpful. <laughs> it's like, go up to them. And you can tell, like, that is a real thing that people do. Like, have you seen people with customer service individuals, like, who will walk up and immediately start being like, I did this and that and it's not working and like stuff like that. Oh, annoying customers. People like that. Those people would laugh at this advice too, but they don't get it. Unless you've worked a shit job with customer service, you need to consciously be thinking about that because you do not realize how many people act disrespectful and cunty and who need to stop. I pride myself on being very respectful of customer service people because it sucks ass and if you're a shitty person to those people you're really just kind of a shitty person i think but that was a soapbox for me for a second um sometimes they are shitty though and those people can be assholes so it's case by case obviously um ask him what's up and how are you i got sports interests look at this specific questions for sports interests let's see if some of these pan out here uh they might work out all right let's see Ask him about the, about highlights of when he played a sport and his favorite teams, such as which sport is his favorite to watch and which is his favorite to play. Well, those are real questions. That's those not are, bad. Those aren't bad. That's a good question. Yeah. Good what questions. What are you interested in? Yeah. And why do you like it? Yeah. It's a good question. <laughs> you know what? Karen, Heather, you're doing great so far. <laughs> Get him to explain the rules for a sporting event you don't understand, and then have him take you to watch it. Be sure to ask in the middle of the game during the action. I made that last part up. <laughs> I made I that like, last part. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, that's not bad either. Those are good questions. D- what's a quarter? What's a half? What's a quarter? We're, like a quarter is half of a half, which is half of a hole. Well, you dumb hole. <laughs> okay, but they're different with hockey. Like hockey has periods, yeah, periods. instead of quarters. Yeah. It's a good question. These are actual questions. Let's, it's, these are too good to be helpful. 
in what I'm trying to do, which is make fun of them. Because this is just common sense shit of, well, just ask him what he likes. Shared interests. Ask him... What? Who is the best hero? Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, or Edward Cullen? These are the kinds of questions you need okay, to inspire conversation, Harry Melissa. Harry Potter and Percy Jackson, but who is Edward Cullen? See, I'd heard of the other ones. I know that Edward Cullen is the Twilight guy. Really? Which one? Because it used the to vampire. It the was. It used to trend wolf. on Twitter all the time. Do you not remember that? It'd be like Team Edward or Team watch, Jacob. I don't watch. I don't watch trending things. Oh, on Twitter. It was years and years ago. But that's. I know who Harry Potter is, obviously. I've heard of Percy. I don't, Percy Jackson was like in the title of a book. I that thought Percy. A movie. I thought Percy Jackson was an author. I thought that Percy Jackson was a guy who wrote a series of books for like kids or something. Yeah, but it's Percy Jackson and the blah, 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 blah. Oh. Or Percy Jackson's blah, blah, blah. I I think so. Honestly, this is eye-opening for the guy. If these are the three choices you get for your best, <laughs> for the best hero, then then something's amiss. That's like me asking a girl, like, who's who's the best hero? Pol Pot, um, Mussolini, or the big guy, Hitler himself? <laughs> like, like, no, you'd be, there's no right answer. Even if you're like, well, you know, I guess Mussolini was the best of those three. Like, Pol Pot was kind of an asshole heroes? in Cambodia. Like, I would, no, I was saying, like, if this is their idea of a hero. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know what Percy Jackson did. Maybe he was good. Or maybe he's just an author. I don't know. <laughs> we can't know because I refused to Google that because I got 600 tabs open on a bunch of Cosmo shit. <laughs> Ooh, keep it random. This is promising. Uh, did you hear the latest song by insert the name of your favorite artist? <laughs> Check out YouTube song? for some funny videos. Wow, thanks for the tip, Mr. I just showed up in 2005. Oh, <laughs> Check out YouTube for exclusive web content. Like, <laughs> who, would, who would bring that up? When was this written? I don't want to check. Uh... Okay, this is this is dying out. I can't possibly talk about this anymore. I got. No, I keep now. Who, who is your best hero? Who do you think is the best hero? It depends. I, know. I got I got heroes in different different zeitgeists. You know, if it, there's real life heroes, no, then there's just, just out of fantasy world heroes. No, 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 fiction, just fiction, fictional characters, hero, video games, movies, whatever. It doesn't matter. There's so many good examples, and all of them come from Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um let me think heroes in fiction i know mine go ahead leon scott kennedy you're gonna have to explain because i don't give give like a top one or two leon scott kennedy is from resident evil he saved the president's daughter she wanted all what? up in his you business you have to say who because was... i don't Maybe this is a video game that all my audience is way more familiar with than me, because I know it's a big Resident game. Resident Evil, I I know, said. I've never played it. Tell me who you're, like, what is your character? A CIA agent? A spy? Like, what is he? Um, he was a Raccoon City police uh, officer during the Raccoon City event. This is too much backstory. I don't think we can I'm get I'm trying to understand it. who he is. He, well, he was a police officer in Raccoon City when the whole Raccoon City event happened, um... Umbrella Corporation, you know Umbrella Corporation, they created the virus that created the zombies in the Resident Evil world, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, and then there was an incident in Raccoon City. Anyways, he was a police officer then, but then he went, like, kind of rogue from that event and ended up being kind of like a 
not necessarily a man for hire. He's like working secret service in Resident Evil 4. He's working secret service for the president undercover mission to rescue the president's daughter. And what does he do to make him the best hero? Everything. He he gets the girl. Well, he like the girl wants him, but he's just like, nah. If you get the girl and the girl doesn't want you, you're just a rapist. <laughs> no, no, she's like Aren't you? Like the whole I always game. get the girl, whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> No, like in four, you're you're uh, with her most of the time, and you're like, "Hey, bitch, go get in that dumpster." And <laughs> she's like, "Leon, help!" <laughs> you know, the whole time. I've told you about her before, Ashley. <laughs> get in that dumpster. <laughs> yeah, you tell her to get in the dumpster to hide, so that like, cause she can die. If she dies, game over. So go the game. You got to keep this girl safe. Keep the girl safe, and so sometimes she's got to get in a dumpster, and sometimes she's got to get on your shoulders, and you look up her skirt and see whatever is up there. <laughs> I think we know what's up there. <laughs> Anyways, she's like running around with you the whole time. Is she ever vacuuming? She's just like Leon. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be quiet. Enemies are coming. <laughs> I'm just so fucking horny right now. I just, oh, put a baby in me. Like, <laughs> anyway, uh, so, John Liam Scott, or... <laughs> whoever the hell that is. Leon Scott Kennedy. Leon Scott Kennedy. And Marv from Sin City. And Marv. Those are my two. Those are your two. Yep. You know what a good one is from Lord of the Rings that people might not even think? People are going to give you your Gandalf. They're going to give you your Aragorn. Oh, you'll get your Frodo. You'll get all those from the peons, the laymen who don't read into it. They'll get all of those. And they're all valid choices. They're all valid choices, <laughs> Melissa. But I'm going to go with the Gimli Legolas tandem. They're heroes of fighting discrimination, <laughs> overcoming adversity, friendship. Anti-despotism and totalitarianism. <laughs> they won't stand for authoritarian regimes. And if that means throwing aside the dwarven and elvish differences, then that's what they're going to do. <laughs> they start off the journey a little bit reticent. They say, I don't know about this, fellow dwarves. This guy seems like a, a bit of a fairy. He might want to blow me in my sleep, this guy. And the dwarves are like, you're just bitter because we're better looking. The elves said that, actually. Well, oh, when did he say... I no, they like, didn't say did these things. He, when was he around other dwarves that we saw? The council in Rivendell. There were dwarves there besides... The council of Elrond, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, only one of whom was Gloin, son of Groin, who is Gimli's father, who was present during the Battle of the Five, Ar Five Armies <laughs> in The Hobbit. Which is a much worse series, and you won't find as many good examples there. But Gimli and Legolas. All right. They're great. I can't disagree. You can't. No one <laughs> can. Impossible. They're great. Because they even have little banter. I wish they had, like, I wish they were really, they, I wish they made it more apparent how racist they were towards one another beforehand. Because these people hated each other, you know? Yeah. What groups hate each other? Let's not go into that. I'm trying to compare in, it. 
Lord of the Rings? No, and like real, I'm trying to do a comparison of like who hates each other the most. Like Jap Japan, North Korea and South Korea. They, I don't know about the people themselves hating each other, but like uh, Japan and China have a huge like rivalry. Okay. They hate each other, like Jews and people in the Middle East, Arabs. <laughs> they really they don't care for each other. They don't get along. But shit went down. Put aside their differences, and they got it going. <laughs> they killed the Oliphant. <laughs> Legolas spearheaded Timothy? that attack. Timothy? Timothy Oliphant? <laughs> no, they didn't kill him. They killed a Mumakil <laughs> on the plains of Pelennor. Anyway, that's the. <laughs> that's it. That's all we got. Uh, this is deteriorating quick, so I'm going to end it. I will talk to you next week.